Hello my beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm really sorry if you could hear the noise in the background. It's my dishwasher because I'm recording this once again in my kitchen. It seems to be a bit of a theme at the moment because I take my dog for a wee, my puppy, at like half ten, which is his bedtime. So I sit down here until he needs a wee and I guess it's like quiet time for me. It's great. I do like being down here if that was him, if you heard him, but... I find myself then recording the podcast downstairs when the dishwasher's going and the washing machine's going and the dogs are crying and so I'm really sorry if you can hear all the background noise but welcome back to the podcast. I think I already said that but I'm going to say this now because I always add it at the end but I feel like sometimes not everybody listens towards the end because I ramble, I understand, I forgive you, it's fine, whatever but please rate and review the podcast because it helps get out to more people. And um, yeah, if you enjoy, don't leave any nasty comments though, because we won't ever be friends again. I'm joking. Write the truth, but be nice. Because even if you don't like the podcast, someone else might. Anyway, story for another day. What are we going to talk about today? I am undecided. Again, I'm going off what first comes into my brain and I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling like I can actually talk without saying shit, to be completely honest. What's happened in my life in the last week? Nothing interesting. Mm, Actually, hold on. I thought, girlies who have clip-in extensions, like hair extensions, specifically the Lulabelle's ones, how is your head not falling off your neck? Because I recently got some Lulabelle's clip-in extensions just for funsies, because I was like, okay, this is cool, fun. Um, they're the five piece ones and when I tell you these things are so heavy I feel like my head is being pulled backwards I don't know if that's right but like surely it is I mean I've got kind of naturally decently thick hair anyway well I used to until I bleached it and it fried off but why are they so heavy I had no idea that they were going to be like that I don't know how people wear them like constantly they look so good though the color match is perfect if you know what my hair color looks like it's um what colour do I wear in the Lulabelles in case anyone's interested? I think they're flapjack or like golden blonde or something. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the flapjack ones. I was stuck between that or the peanut butter, but I got the flapjack in the end. No, it's not called flapjack. I'm pretty sure it's called golden blonde, but golden blonde. I feel like I can't talk. But the actual, when they say like, okay, it's kind of the same colour as a flapjack. That's the ones I got. Okay, making up colours here. Anyway, let's just get into today's episode before I start going off on a tangent about freaking hair extensions. Paranoid, like really, really paranoid. You can hear that stupid dishwasher noise in the background, so I'm so sorry. If that's annoying, hopefully it will stop soon. But today's episode, okay, voice break. I feel like a 12-year-old boy. I'm gonna give you some advice that I would give my younger self because I am the ripe old age of 19 years old. I'm going to be 20 this year, which is absolutely terrifying because I never planned on making it past 16, which is a little bit deep, but that's a story for another day. So let's just get into this. Advice for my younger self. Appreciate every little thing you have now. I'm a very firm believer in you can't attract anything new or bring any new good things into your life if you can't appreciate what you already have. I mean, whether that's the good or the bad, you genuinely have to appreciate and love anything and everything that's in your life now, even if it feels shitty, you can most often, no, not most often, you can more often than not find something to be grateful for about a situation or a person or a thing, even if it feels really, really shitty. 
Number two, I'm going to quick fire these because otherwise I could just go into like hold these. I mean, all of these could be episodes within themselves. So yeah, I'm going to quick fire them. Stop living in the future because life moves fast. I wished my childhood away. I was dealing with a lot, a lot of childhood trauma. And I think that that made me wish my childhood away, probably a bit too fast. And I wish I never did because I look back at it and I spent so long even just my like earlier teenage years, probably when I was like 13, 14, I spent ages being like, oh, can't wait until I'm like 18. That's going to be so cool and fun. No way. No, it's not. I wish I was 13 again, honestly. I mean, every part of life, you have to learn stuff and things can be good and things can be bad. It's meant to be like that. You're not going to hit a certain age and everything's going to be good and fine. That's just not how it works in the slightest. So just live presently. I should and wished so much that I should be older or that life would be better when I was older and it doesn't work like that it really doesn't like stop wishing your life away because we only as Tyson Fury said I'm pretty sure it was him who said it the only thing we truly have are moments in time and you know what that spoke to my soul so much because it's so true you have no idea at all when your last day is going to be and I think we all can sometimes take for granted being like okay yeah next week next year but you genuinely don't know which is scary and I'm not going to make anyone else's anxiety and mine rise any more than it should do because that's scary but genuinely the only moment you have is now and you cannot like predict the future I mean to an extent yeah but that's again a whole other conversation everything is in its right path that's meant for you everything is going to happen as it's meant to so just be kind to yourself I think that's a big one which is again one in itself but stop living in the future, stop wishing for tomorrow the next day or saying, oh, I'll do this tomorrow, I'll do this when I'm prettier, I'll do this when I'm out of school, no, just do it now, do it then, you never know where you might end up, who you'll meet, all of that stuff, it's just so important to just live presently, anyway, number three, stop trying to be someone you're not, and I think this goes for a lot of young people and a lot of young girls, specifically I'm talking to young girls because I was a young girl once but I mean this goes out to anyone it's especially difficult when you're going through school and that kind of time of growing up and finding friendships and meeting new people and just trying to fit in you often don't really know who you are and so because secondary school is a scary place and I mean it was even more terrifying for me personally because I had moved schools due to bullying. I had a really warped self. No, I had a really warped sense of self. That's the word, like self-esteem and sense of self. And I was just very, very insecure. So I would do whatever I could to fit in. And I mean, we all went through the like Topshop Choney jeans and those little Topshop top phases, for an example, of everyone being the exact same. I feel like secondary school girls up until like year 10 are clones everyone does and wears the same thing because everyone's really clicky and it feels really scary to stand out and if you're in a school where your peers and classmates aren't like that and you have full freedom to be yourself and like dress how you want and no one's judgy like that then I wish I went to your school and I wish I had that because it really was not like that when I was younger at secondary school it was not like that at all and I think even the school I went to now 
no, that made no sense. <laughs> Even the school I went to, still now I see the same... I see the teenage girls in like the younger years because my brother's still at that school. He's in year 11. And it still happens where everyone wants to so desperately fit in and so desperately be liked and not stand out and not have eyes on them as such for being different. So everyone tries to be the same as each other because it's comfortable that way. And, you know, if that's the trend, that's the trend. And that's how we should be. And, like, I'm all here for a trend. I'm not saying that I don't follow trends. Of course I do. We all do. But even the way that you act, just don't try to be somebody you're not. Just believe what you believe in. And I think I've always been very, very good. And this isn't as much advice for younger me. This is applauding younger me because I've always been very good at sticking to my morals and believing what I believe in and not being afraid to stand up for my... Oh, okay, we're having a we're having a moment of me not being able to breathe. Give me a sec. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, it nearly sounded like I burst into tears. Anyway, that was slightly embarrassing. I can't even be bothered to edit that out so you can just hear the, hear the realness. But yeah, I, I don't edit half of the podcast because I'm just a lazy bitch, but gotta do what you gotta do because I'm trying to make it for me as easy as possible because when things become too like ugh, like I don't want to hear my voice again and again trying to edit this then I just won't do it and it'll make me fall out of love with it so you're gonna have to deal with me being weird and saying weird words like that anyway where was I yeah I've always been very good at sticking to what I believe in and being myself and not being afraid to start arguments or disagree with somebody if they do something that upsets me or says something wrong. And I don't know if that's because of my autism and I have a very strong sense of like, not justice, I don't know what the word is, but I firmly very much believe in my morals and I can be very stubborn, which is something that I've worked on, not because I'm not interested in other people's views, but just because I believe what I believe. And if somebody doesn't have a good argument to say otherwise, then I'm like, I'm wasting my time. I love having debates with people and I love hearing other people's viewpoints. But if your viewpoint is shit, then it's shit. Okay, do I sound really strange now? Because I'm always open to hearing others and I will obviously change my viewpoints if things make sense. But there are some things I know and I very firmly believe in, whether that be like religion-wise or, you know, I don't know. That was just an example. Okay, that's going on a whole other tangent. I don't, I don't, know where I was going with that and I'm not saying anyone else's viewpoint is shit by the way that was very much sarcasm that was very much like not actually what I meant you you know what I'm saying I'm just gonna shut up now right number four I think react to what you can control not what you can't this is a big one and I really struggled with this when I was younger I'm saying when I was younger as if I'm like 50 and married with like seven kids no okay I'm saying advice to my younger self when I was a little teen girl, a little cutie pie. Yeah, stop. Oh, the puppy's snoring. Can you hear that? I'm sat right next to him as well trying to film this. This is the most annoying possible thing because he snores like someone's granddad. I'm not even joking. He snores so loud. I don't know if you can hear this and I'm really worried. Anyway, I'm going to like speak really loud so that it covers the snoring because I don't want him to snore. So I'm really sorry if I'm bursting up with drums if you're listening to this on with headphones on. Oh, I think you can hear that. Hold on. I feel like I'm going to have to listen back to this and see. But anyway, let's just finish this point. Stop stressing over things you can't control. Everything is put in your path for a reason. And even if it seems like it's the worst thing in the world and that there's no way around it, 
sometimes the only way is through it. And I'm a very big believer in that. I'm a very big believer in everything by the sounds of it because I keep going on and on about that. But so true, you cannot change what is happening in the moment if it's something that you can't control. If it's something you can control, if it's something you can learn from, then by all means, yes, you can change it. But you cannot change what has been put in your path for a reason. If you didn't inflict it, if it's things out of your control, just let it be and go through it ride the wave because it can feel shitty it really really can but it will be worth it because where there's no rain there's no flowers i think that's the saying the snoring is really putting me off hold on i'm sorry i had to move because i don't know if you could hear the snoring and i was so unsure about if i could hear it when listening back to that clip because i was like am i hearing this in real life is my brain imagining it or can you actually hear it it also sounded really echoey i think that's where i was sat in the room or maybe it's just going to sound like this for the whole podcast but again i'm sorry i still wanted to get an episode out so you can deal with the iffy quality for now i'm really sorry if it's that bad please let me know my instagram is at alana.tims t i m m s s I have two S's at the end because somebody stole the other username. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Number five, know when to leave. And this goes for anything. And I think I've written kind of like little subheadings for this. So know when to leave when your needs aren't met. You're hesitant to ask for more. You feel obligated to stay. Your intuition is telling you to leave. And lying and putting on a happy face. So let's just go through them quick fire. Knowing when to leave, when your needs aren't met, whether that's a friendship, relationship, a place, a thing, whatever, you know when something's not right for you. And if you feel like you're going above and beyond for somebody in the terms of friendship, say, and they are not doing anything near the same for you, then your needs aren't being met. Maybe one of your needs in a friendship is to have somebody who really makes you laugh because you have a shitty home life and you really enjoy the presence of that person and it kind of takes you away from that that's a very you know it's just one option out of many here the first thing that came to my head but if your needs aren't being met and you feel like this friendship for example is not serving you then that is a very good signal of when to leave or at least when to distance yourself know when to leave when you're hesitant to ask for more so whether again this be in a friendship a job whatever it may be Sometimes you have to ask for more, and I know that that's scary, but if you're too scared to ask for more, you're usually not in the right environment or with the right person, and I have definitely learned this through trial and error, because it's not necessarily asking for absolutely everything, because again, in the terms of friendships or relationships, people obviously have their own life and their own things going on, and they can't necessarily cater to your every single need because they might be going through stuff and it doesn't make them a bad person but you know what I'm trying to say here but if you're too scared to ask for more because you're scared of a reaction from that person or you're scared they're going to make you feel like you're doing too much I'm putting this in air quotations then that is not a good thing and that is not a good person to be around you should never feel afraid to ask for more and even if that's in a job sense never be afraid and I know it can be scary as such oh, again the dishwasher everything's going so wrong today i know it can be scary but again it's getting out of your own head getting out of your own way and just
being brave and I think that's a very big thing and I definitely wish I did that loads more when I was younger oh my god the dishwasher is driving me insane no it's gonna start again but I have a moment of peace so we're gonna get oh okay <laughs> there it goes I really hope you can't hear this because it's gonna annoy me so bad and I don't want to have to refilm refilm re-record everything the, knowing when to leave when you feel obligated to stay so if you are staying in a friendship or a relationship or in a place which is really not serving you and dragging you down and making you feel like shit, say it's a friendship or a relationship, if you feel like you have to stay because, you know, the person loves you and, you know, they say that they can't live without you, but if they're treating you like shit, you are not obligated to stay. You shouldn't feel like that and you shouldn't feel trapped. That's really difficult with friendships or relationships because even if you love the person and you can love somebody, but it might just not be the right time. And I really do believe that. People are in different parts of their healing journeys, different stages in life. And again, this is for friendships too, but you want to get back what you give. And I think it should be even in that sense. And at different stages of people's timelines, sometimes you're gonna be able to give more than others but at least know that the other person appreciates it, if you know what I mean. If the other person doesn't have the bandwidth right then and there to give you back what you're giving, as long as they are showing intense appreciation for what you're doing and they really acknowledge that, that's a good person. If someone is not doing that for you and they are seeing that you're going above and beyond but still treating you like shit, you do not have to stay. You don't have to feel obliged to stay with this person and make excuses for them. That is not, that's not love, first of all, in relationship or friendship terms. And again, they're kind of using you in the nicest way possible, just putting it out there, they kind of are. Anyway, whole other can of worms, that one. But where was I? Knowing when to leave, when your intuition tells you, I feel like I don't have to go into that one because we all know what your intuition is, the gut feeling, we all know that. Trust that and run with it and know the difference between your gut feeling and your intuition and being anxious about something because there is a difference and I have had to learn that over time but there definitely is a difference and the last one was knowing when to leave when you're lying and putting on a happy face again this kind of ties into feeling obligated to stay because if you're lying and putting on a happy face in a place or with a person you can't pretend forever people are going to start to see through it you are also then living like a false life you're not being true to yourself and I think the only person that you truly have in this lifetime is yourself no matter what so be real with yourself and be honest and know that okay even if it is scary to leave a place or a person or whatever it may be sometimes you have to put on your big girl brave pants and just do it because there is a whole world out there and there is millions and trillions of people out there is there trillions of people in the world I think so I could be sounding really stupid right now Anyway, you know what I'm saying with that one and I feel like all of us know it and can relate to it in some way or another. So just do it, please. This isn't even advice for my younger self. This is just advice that I think everybody should know <laughs> in general. But number six I think we're on now is stop being afraid of your passions and hobbies. Big one. I know so many people that have certain passions or hobbies and because they're not seemed as cool, I'm putting that in the little air quotations, People try to hide them and they're like, oh, I'm shy. Or like so many young girls I see on TikTok are really, um, saying like, oh, I want to start social media. I want to start posting, but I'm going to block my whole school. Stop being afraid of other people. You're all just 
the same. Like you're all just these young people. You're not any different to each other. You are not, no one's better than somebody else, you know? Just because that's somebody's passion and somebody's hobby does not mean somebody else can tear you down for that. Just live your life according to you because that is when you'll truly feel happy and the most yourself and the most fulfilled. You can't go through life just pretending to be someone you're not and just hiding that part of you if that's what really brings you joy. You're wasting so much. When Think where you could be if you just started. And this could be with anything. And I mean, if you don't want to shout it from the rooftops, that's fine. But equally, I think you should personally. I really think you should because at the end of the day, if it is something like, yeah, you want to post on social media, people are going to find it anyway. So honestly, you could block your whole school, but people have different accounts. Someone's going to find it. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, okay, if they talk about it for five minutes or if they try to make fun of you, the people who make fun of you are the ones who wish they could be that brave and do it themselves. And I say this from experience and knowledge. And honestly, people will pick on others because they are afraid and insecure in themselves. I'm telling you, it is a real thing. It, it really is. Anyway, number seven, I think we are. This is kind of the same thing. Get out of your own way. Do the things you want to do. Love the way you want to love. Be the person you want to be. Dress how you want to dress. That one's short, quick, simple. There is nothing else to say at that. Get out of your own way. And stop thinking about the what-ifs. Sometimes you just have to do. Unless it's unsafe, then obviously think about the what-ifs. Anyway, number eight, we always work things out. We turn out okay. This is very... This is kind of me saying this to younger me. Like, we always work things out and we turn out okay. Because there was times where I thought the world was ending and everything was going really awful for me. And I didn't see a way around it. And I think I was so young and so vulnerable and tiny and teeny weeny and I had so much to experience and I'm saying this now still young and I still have so much ahead of me but the difference between 13 year old me and 19 year old me is crazy and I never pictured my life to turn out the way it has from then and so God knows what's next I mean I've just learned to kind of go with the flow at this stage because things happen at crazy times and you can't control it and just know that everything as I said is meant to be and you do turn out okay no matter what it is just trust in the timing of your life um number nine continue speaking up even if it causes controversy and stay true to yourself I think I've already spoken about this a lot but even if somebody disagrees with you, don't be afraid to push your perspective and don't be afraid to not necessarily like say I'm right, you're wrong, but say it in a humble sense where, yeah, okay, you may believe what you believe. You don't have to shove that down someone else's throat. Isn't This is not what I'm saying, but say, and this is what I love to do. I love to have healthy debates with people. If I truly believe something to my core and somebody else has a very different viewpoint on it, I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. If So for example, let's just use an example. I feel like it's so much easier to explain. Religion. Me personally, I am not religious. I do not believe in God. I don't shame people who do at all. I think it's very, very interesting. And I have friends of multiple different faiths and cultures and everything. And I find it so interesting. My best friend in the entire world is Muslim. And I think it's an absolutely beautiful religion. I have grown up with this girl, my best friend, and her family, and I'm very educated on the religion. 
I think it's so, so beautiful and so interesting to learn about. But I personally don't follow a religion. And that's fine. It doesn't mean I can't be friends with people who do. It doesn't mean that I think they're wrong. I think everyone is entitled to believe what they believe in. And who knows who's right at the end of the day. I believe what I believe. You can believe what you believe. I would never tell somebody they're wrong. And I love to listen to other people and hear what they have to say and hear what they believe. And I think it's so beautiful that we are all so different. But in the sense of stay true to yourself and continue to speak up if it's causing controversy if you know somebody is doing something morally wrong and it really doesn't sit right with your morals or say that there is a group of girls picking on a a girl or whatever be true to yourself and don't let that shit slide if you see somebody who is vulnerable and say that this girl group is picking on this one girl even if you're not necessarily friends with her if you don't agree with that Push your ego aside and stand up for her. Stand up for that girl because you would want somebody to do the same for you. And I think even if that... I went through this personally and I don't regret a single thing. I I don't know how to explain this, but there was a... Without going into detail, there was a kind of big issue in my friendship group when I was like in year nine. And me and my friend Millie were like, this is so morally wrong. We really don't agree with these girls or how they're acting or what they're doing. So we called them out on it. And we said like, look, this isn't right, whatever. And yeah, we may have lost them and we may have moved away from them and not been their friends anymore. But that was the best thing I could have ever done for myself because I knew that I stayed true to myself and they weren't good friends anyway. And so that's the best thing that you can do. It doesn't It really doesn't matter as long as you're being true and you're sticking up for what you believe in. Just do the right thing, especially if something's morally wrong. Educate people. Be like, you know what? This isn't okay. You don't need to act like that. Everyone's growing and learning and I understand that, but some people are also just horrible. So protect your energy, but also stand up for yourself and don't let people walk all over you. I feel like that didn't really answer what I was trying to suggest here, but that's moving moving onwards. Where was I? Number 10. Laugh at your mistakes and silly moments. Sorry if you could hear that. That was the dishwasher opening, which means it's finally done, so it will shut up. But if you can't laugh at your silly mistakes and your silly moments and things that you are like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing, it's just going to eat you alive. If you can laugh at it, especially then and there in the moment, and if it's something that happens at school, say, and you're really embarrassed and everyone else laughs at you, laugh with it. Because People aren't going to pick on you if you laugh with it. I feel like it's quite a common theme that if you are really embarrassed because every other teenager, young person is insecure, they will continue to bring it up. But if you laugh with it, people know that you're not bothered. So they kind of move past. Just everybody makes mistakes. Everyone has those embarrassing moments. Just roll with it. Laugh it off. It's, it happens to everyone. Number 11, don't let anyone tell you that you're too young or that you don't understand have big dreams and never stop dreaming. I struggled with this so much because I always felt like I was somebody and I was always told that I was very well beyond my my years and I think that is probably because I have autism but um, I was a very advanced kid and I had huge dreams and I still always do and my whole life I was always told yeah well you're too young for that or you know just be a kid blah 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 and I to an extent yes okay be a kid when you need to be a kid But also you're allowed to have these big dreams and you're allowed to ask big questions and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do this because you're too young or you're too old or that you can't say that because you wouldn't understand because you're just a kid. That's bullshit. 
I really don't believe in that. I think sometimes I have met more intelligent young people than I have adults sometimes. I think don't let anybody take that away from you, especially if you're somebody like me who's neurodivergent and has special interests. When I was told that I couldn't possibly understand something because I was too young, when I had formed a special interest on it, and if you are neurodivergent and you know how special interest works, we research to the core. I mean, everything you could possibly research out of a topic that interests us. And it becomes like our entire personality, hopes and dreams and everything it consumes us for weeks or months or days, however long, whatever, it's dependent on the person. And so I would go through these phases of having this thing that I was so, so passionate about and somebody told me, yo, you wouldn't understand that because you're too young. Or like, you can't do that, you're too young. That would crush me after I'd spent my entire, basically life, for like two weeks researching so heavily about this. I knew every single thing about it, cover to cover. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something because you're young, because you are genuinely capable of so much. And even if that means taking it in small steps and working towards something big, do it. Don't ever stop dreaming and don't let anybody stand in your way. Because again, the people that are trying to tear you down just wish that they were the same and that they could be as courageous and outgoing and do the things you're doing. I think we're on number 11, or that was, I don't know, we're nearly at the end, kind of, I don't know. Having a couple of friends is way better than a big group, and I spoke about this with kind of friendship group issues, but my, one of my really, 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 really close friends, Millie, it was kind of just me and her through school, and I had friends before that come and go, but me and Millie have stayed strong, and I mean, Mill's in uni now, I'm not at uni, but she is one of my bestest friends, and if we hadn't have fought off those mean girls together, God knows, because this girl is my ride or die. And having even just one amazing friend is so much better than having loads of fake ones, especially girls. Girls can be mean. Girls are bitchy. And it's usually because, you know, who wants to be stuck in a room of teenage girls or in a group of teenage girls when you're all kind of hormonal and you're all kind of like comparing yourselves to each other everyone's insecure and I do think it can be different as you grow up you know I feel like a lot of girl groups mature and people kind of work out themselves and can then form wonderful friendships but especially teenage girls and at school and especially if you're only friends with those people for the benefit of school as such like you wouldn't necessarily be friends with them outside of school maybe they're not really your type of people just have a couple of friends or even one friend that truly means a lot to you and that you love and you genuinely feel happy spending time with and just keep the others as acquaintances. Um, it saves you so much hassle and stress, honestly. You don't need to be friends with everybody. Not everybody's going to like you. You're not going to like everyone. That's just how the world works. Um, number 12, I think. Write the problems down instead of catastrophizing. I was a very big catastrophizer and I think I still am to an extent. I'm good at this now where I will write down, will this matter to me in a week? Will this matter to me in a month? Will it matter in a year? Because again, even if it's one of those like silly embarrassing moments, I'm like, this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Everyone's going to laugh at me and blah, 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 blah. In a week, that wouldn't matter. No one would probably bring it up, let alone a month or a year. I write this down for a lot of things in my life because it takes away the burden and I will continuously remind myself because our brains try to protect us so they implement fear and doubt because that is how the brain protects itself, you know, fight or flight response. 
But genuinely, I mean physically write it down so you can see it and tell yourself, will this matter? Write down what the problem is, what the what whatever it was. Write down the worst possible outcome because when you genuinely sit there and think about it, the worst possible outcome is probably people might say something to me. And what are the best possible outcomes of that? People don't say anything to me. I get to, if it's in a work sense, I get to live my dream job. If it's in a, like, say you want to do social media sense, I get to have my absolute dream career and be super passionate about what I'm doing and love what I'm doing. What's the worst case scenario of that? People bring it up for like a month and then shut up about it. Rather the reward than the risk. (laughs) Like seriously, if you genuinely think about it, most of the time it's not that deep. Nothing in life is that deep. I think, well, things are deep, but you know what I'm trying to say. Take things lightly. Humans are just humans. Don't let other people's words and actions and negativity affect you. And I know that's easier said than done, but try to let it go over your head. And especially ones where people are clearly jealous, just let it go. Let it go. Um, The next one, 13. Making mistakes is normal, but what you do to put them right is what will define you. You are going to make mistakes. You are going to potentially be a shitty person and mess things up. That is normal and that is fine. If you learn from them, and again, what you do will define you. So how you change, how you grow, how you apologize. And I'm not going to sit here and say I've been an absolute angel in my lifetime because of course I haven't. I've done some awful things that I really regret and some things that make me really realize that that was, again, out of character for me. And okay, that behavior was not right. Let me just apologize let me just change this let me learn from this and I will never do something like that again that sounds really extreme but we all do things that sometimes we're not proud of even if that's like lying to your parent or just being dishonest or upsetting a friend or blah 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 whatever we all do things like that and we all can go through stuff and sometimes it's hard to not snap at somebody and if you're not proud of that you can apologize you can say to somebody look I really didn't mean to snap at you I was just having a really hard day and I know that's no excuse but you know I couldn't help it and I'm really sorry it won't happen again let don't let those moments be the persona that people build of you let people see that you are genuinely a kind person because everyone makes mistakes and again as I just said it's how you react to those that define you and how you react to those that people realize what kind of person you are Because change is such a beautiful thing and growing is such a beautiful thing. And I feel like that probably made no sense because I'm not great at explaining things. And I hope you understood that part. But on to the next one. Healthy relationships aren't forced. And I feel like this is just, again, very straightforward. That's just how it is. Healthy relationships are not forced. You should not have to force somebody to give you the time of day, to give you energy, to make you happy, to have them there when you cry blah 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 like that's not a healthy relationship if you feel like you're putting everything in and getting nothing back that ain't healthy and I spoke about that a few and it points up I think that it's not a it's just not it's just not healthy you will know and like your gut will tell you like okay this person isn't treating me right so again leave (laughs) leave 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 and I know it's easier said than done but then again sometimes it isn't sometimes you just have to pluck up the courage and just go, and just know that it's best for you, and that this person isn't benefiting you, and it doesn't mean they're a horrible person necessarily, or maybe it does, I don't know, whatever, moving on to the next one, there is nothing in your life path that you can't handle, again, spoke about this already, 
everything is placed there for a reason. Everything is there so you can either... And I think me and my best friend Hannah were talking about this and we said, everything in life is a blessing or a lesson. And I really, really believe that. And sometimes they can be both. And a lot of the times they are both. But there's never like a full-on curse. You learn something and obviously some things are out of your control, whether that be like a death or something really traumatic that's not in your control and I'm not kind of talking about those but at the same time you fully can handle that you fully can and I know that it's difficult and I mean I have I'm very very thankful to have not lost a parent but I have a friend and I have friends who have lost parents and I I don't even want to say this without crying because one of them I am very close to um, one of my friends and it does break my heart and it, it is really really difficult to see somebody that you love struggling and I can't imagine how it feels I genuinely can't my heart goes out to anybody who has lost a parent but take this from me speaking to people who have lost parents and everything and trying my best to be a helpful friend in those situation say you lost your mum or your dad, they are 100% looking down on you and wishing you and giving you the absolute best and just wanting you to be happy. They are never gone and they are always with you and they love you so, so, so much. And I, this isn't a whole podcast episode about dealing with grief because I'm also not that experienced to talk about that, which I'm very grateful and very thankful for, but I fully understand that it's such a hard complex thing to go through and my heart goes out to anybody who has lost somebody that close to them it really 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 does just be so patient and kind with yourself if you're going through something like that you will start to see the light again and again from speaking to people who have lost parents for example it can be so dark well it is it's so dark and so difficult to deal with but you will start to see light and you will start to cherish every single moment that you had with them and they will show themselves to you in different ways and you really start to celebrate their life and to know that they are always with you every single step of the way and they really don't want to see you suffer. They really, really don't. So again, I'm not going too much into that because I'm obviously not the best person to talk about it and I don't want to say anything that could potentially trigger anyone, obviously. But just know that I love you and if you're going through anything like that or just anything you need to talk to, to somebody about and you feel lonely, please, 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 my DMs are always open. My Instagram is Alana Tims, oh wait, Alana.Tims, um, two M's, two S's for Tims. And I will reply, I really, really will because I don't think anybody should go through anything alone and just know that oh, I got on a whole tangent here and I'm feeling low-key a bit not upset, that's not the right word, but a bit emotional. Well, upset is the right word, yeah, am I an idiot? But yeah, I hope that that made sense and that didn't sound... I never want to come across insensitive, but I feel like I really panic when I'm talking about deep things like that because of my autism and the fact that we don't have a... Like, people with autism, we don't necessarily have a filter and we can sometimes come across very blunt and to the point and it's not because we're not compassionate that's a whole other story but I get really worried that people are taking what I say the wrong way and um that people 
well, I'm catastrophizing. I'm catastrophizing because I didn't say anything wrong. And, well, I hope I didn't anyway. <laughs> I'm going off on a whole thing. Okay, let me just regroup a second. But, okay, I love you. We're nearly at the end, I promise. I'm going to shut up now. Okay, moment over. I'm back. And the next one, I've got two more. The next one is don't be so mad at the world. True that, sis. I was a little angry little girl. I mean, I, I wish I was joking about this, but if you know what CAMS is, it's like the Children's Mental Health Service in the UK. And um, I had really bad anger management as a kid, which crazy. It's like a girl from day one. And I was put into this like severe anger management group. Um, and like me and my mom like walked there to like try it one time. And like we went into the room and I was like, okay, okay. Like when are we going to start this? We were all sat in the waiting room and I was like, oh, there must be like two groups or whatever. I was a 10 year old girl and no, like 11, I don't know. And the room was full of like 14 year old boys. And I just remember I burst into tears and then my mum burst into tears because I'd never felt more alienated in my life. A 10-year-old girl with a room of 14-year-old boys because apparently at that time and at that meeting, the only people that had anger management problems were 14-year-old boys and me. So that was an upsetting experience. Um, but yeah, don't be so mad at the world. Take things with a pinch of salt and I was very much like this, everything's so unfair, why me, why me? Blah, blah, blah. But I know now everything is put in my path for a reason. And I know to celebrate every single lesson that comes my way. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's kind of the same as everything I've spoken about. The last one. You can't force someone to change or to get help if they don't want to. It doesn't mean that they don't love you. This is a very personal one to me. And this one, I find it really hard to talk about this on the podcast because I know people that I know listen to this. And so that's scary. But to just put it out there, this one was mainly directed at my dad. You cannot... <coughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Brief intervention. Nearly choked on the word dad. Daddy issues. But anyway, you can't force someone to change or get help if they don't want to. It doesn't mean they don't love you. I'm just saying that again for the effect because I'm being a narrator right now. Narrator? That's the word. If somebody is going through their own shit and they've been a shitty person to you healthy distance should be applied if you can't leave them if you live with the person that's causing you trauma or whatever distance yourself as much as possible you can't force them to change and i spent a very long time doing this begging someone to change when they didn't necessarily acknowledge their behavior they didn't care and they just weren't at that stage in their journey and some people would never reach past that healing stage which is sad but again we are all different people and we all do different things and blah 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 but you cannot force somebody to change if they don't want to it doesn't mean they don't love you it it really really doesn't just know that they can love you from a distance and if the best thing you can possibly do is to step away and create distance from them you're doing it for you do not feel guilty for that please do not feel guilty even if you try to push somebody to get help or to go see someone and maybe talk about stuff, if they don't want to do that or they are in denial or whatever, it is not your job to take on their trauma or to just deal with the repercussions of that because people can be very... Um, what's the word? People can get angry about that. And although you're trying your best to help, 
if the repercussion of you trying to guide them in the right direction is going to cause you a lot of emotional turmoil and stress, sometimes it's better to just leave it and protect yourself, especially if you've mentioned it to them time and time again because you love this person and you want them to heal and you want them to be happy. If you're getting the same reaction from them every time, point them in the right direction, of course, but protect yourself really and truly and protect your peace. They still love you, but they can love you from a distance now because you're going to create the healthy boundary. And that's okay. And I'm sure there's going to be times in all of our lives where we have to do that on a small or a large scale. But I'm going to leave that one there. I'm feeling a bit... Oh, now, I've let all of that out. And I quite like this episode. I feel like those are actually some useful tips. I feel like I never have useful things to say, but I did today, so I'm proud of me. And... I really hope you enjoyed. I will be back next week. Don't know what we're going to talk about. Apparently I never do, but going with the flow seems to work for me and my brain. It's also a very good way for me to just get everything out because it's like verbal journaling. And I like to talk and I can talk a lot. And again, ADHD, but yeah, please rate and review the pod. I already said this this morning. Is that even a name for it? Do people call it the pod? Podcast. Um, I really enjoy doing this. Again, it's, it's very healthy for me too. And thank you so much for everyone's kind messages. I love it when I get DMs or people comment on my TikTok about the podcast. It genuinely warms my heart. And yeah, I've made a new Instagram so you guys can follow that. It's alana.tims. I think I've said it like three times today because self-promo, why not? It's my podcast. I can do what I like. I'm going to go... <coughs> why am I... Why can I not breathe? I think it's because I talk so quick that like I just inhale air. But I'm going to go watch Modern Family now. And then take the dog out for a wee in an hour. Because have I been recording for an hour? Oh no, that's a lot. Okay. I'm going to leave this here now. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your... Wi- okay. You can tell I'm tired now because I'm not talking properly. Have a great rest of your week. Or whenever you're listening to this. Have a great day. Have a great morning. Have a great evening. Have a great life. Not just a good life. I love you. I'll see you next week. <laughs>